Uru Nation, welcome to episode 785 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, I interviewed Judy Galindo, who's the co-founder and owner of Sun Valley Research Center, and her foreign medical graduate, relatively new hire, who's now their research director, Victor Samperio. I also brought my biomedical engineer, graduate who's now a study coordinator for Yuma Clinical Trials, Luis Ruiz, on the podcast. And we get into a discussion about individuals that graduate from outside of the U.S. and how they can get involved in research. So hopefully you find some value here. Quick shout out to the sponsors, Inato. Inato is this amazing portal for finding studies for your sites if you already have therapeutic area expertise. I'm recording this intro on a Monday I got an email from Anato that there's six new trials I need to review that are potential fits for my site. So I'm on it all the time. I'm actually a little bit behind. I have to apply for one study through there, but it's absolutely free. They don't get involved on the budget side or any. There's no monetary exchange between you and Anato ever. There's no hidden fees or any um, gotcha moments. This is just matchmaking for sponsors and sites they get all their revenue from the sponsors check them out in the show note also really quick shout out to creo creo is our e-source e-reg e-consent auto texting i'm going to be going later today and setting up the uh or not setting up but texting patients uh potential candidates that we did we received from some community outreach efforts uh, Creo kind of automates a lot of this for me. So yeah, it's still a lot of work to follow up with study leads, but Creo makes it easier because we have a internet, we have a voice over internet protocol line on there that we choose to pay for. So Creo simplifies a lot of your business needs. You only pay what you use for. Check it out. Link in the show notes. With that being said, enjoy the episode. Nation, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share. Look, this is a very special interview. We have our sister site, uh, Alliance, here in the, what do they call it? The Yuma El Centro greater area. Imperial County. We share the same <laughs> news channel. Um, we got Judy Galindo. Everybody knows her from SOS Conference, one of the co-founders from LICR, which is Latinos in Clunker Research, and from her site okay, that she's been running for 15 years in the same place in El Centro. Sun Valley Research Center and primary focus CNS, but they've started branching into other stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And one of her coordinators, directors. Victor, directors. oh, director. director. <laughs> so like Katie name, over there, name. no? I like the lead, yeah. like the lead. Director slash Raider, because he's also a Raider. Okay, okay. Slash. <laughs> slash coordinator. Slash everything. Slash IMG. So he's a doctor. Going to get matched soon, hopefully. God willing. Hopefully is so. it guaranteed your match or it's not guaranteed? Oh, no, no. I still have to see like what happens uh, March 11th. So we'll see. I'll keep you posted. God willing, man. Oh, this is you. wood. <laughs> so we'll knock on it. Uh, Victor, we're going to talk a lot about IMG, International Medical Graduates, how they can get started in research um, in the United States. Then we got Luis. Hi, Reese. this is CRC. Yeah. He's, a, he's no stranger to the show. <laughs> he's been on a few times. And he's a brand new coordinator. He's our newest employee at Yuma Clango Trails, going on three months. Three we months. We're do your three month review soon. Mm -hmm. Dora's going to email you. And I'm excited too. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too. We got to figure out where we're going to eat. But Luis has been doing great. He's a biomedical engineer, trained from Mexico, but 
got it in the U.S. too. Yeah. Amazing. We get into that because this is why I made this connection because I think there's a lot of commonalities. And um, maybe we start there because, Judy, I discovered IMG probably when I first started my site mm-hmm. in 05. My first employee was my friend from college from U of A. But the second one, like the serious one, was IMG from the Philippines. And then I loved it. Like, she was amazing. And then she brought three of her friends, two other IMGs from the Philippines, and her sister, who was not an IMG, but like a really good coordinator. So I learned early on as a site owner Mm -hmm. the value that the IMGs, which is international medical graduates for those that don't know, bring and when did you start figuring that out? I think I was more familiar with them as clinical research associates. So a lot of the ah. ones we had that came to our site were from IMGs from other countries. I didn't have the experience of working with them until actually Victor came on board last year. Is your um, first IMG? Yeah. Wow. So the first IMG, actually a little bit before that, we had another one that was in marketing. Yeah, because I met um, the other outreach. one, right? Uh, I don't know if you met the other one, but we had another one in marketing oh, yes, outreach. Yes, 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 who is an IMG. Um, and then working in Imperial County uh, yeah. in a different um, area. And then once he came on board, then we brought on another one as a coordinator. Um, and then we have interns as well. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we never talk about this, but actually your first IMG is Dr. Ng. He's like the uh, OG IMG. Yeah. True. Because yeah, he trained true, in true. Mexico and did right, also right. residency Red, like in yeah. the U.S. But he's a PI, so. <laughs> Which, well, yeah. yeah I mean, my yeah. own dad <laughs> was IMG. I mean, he's from Romania. Both my nice. parents actually IMGs. Okay. My dad... He didn't get his license in the U.S. in psychiatry until I was a junior in high school. Oh, wow. So prior to that, he was in residency at USC. Um, Then he was working like physical therapist, Jenny Craig, nutrition, and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And my mom too, but my mom never got her um, U.S. license, but my dad did. And then that's kind of how I got started in research too, after he did. After I went to college and came back, so... Technically, my first IMG I worked with <laughs> was my dad, but That's my cool. first real one was this lady from the Philippines. That's very cool. No, it's a it's a journey. Uh, I don't know how many years did you, you mentioned that your dad. My dad did it like uh, so. We immigrated in '84. It wasn't until '97 mm-hmm. that he got his. There you go. Yeah. No, it, it it's a it's a journey. It's hard um, at all levels. Like for example, when you start, like where do I start? And then once you start somewhere, it's how do I balance like my my work, my family, yeah. and doing like the whole thing to get licensed here. I like, could not so. do what he did, and you did your ECFMG and all that stuff. Like I got ECFMG certified uh, last year, and I'm applying to the match. The they make those things hard. It's the thing is that they have uh, the USMLE like the the board like the test, and then they also have like the occupational English test, the OET. And then once you complete uh, one and two in the English test, now you can get certified. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the last test, which is the step three, uh, you can do it either before or after, or before or during residency. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first one, it's uh, quite a challenge. So. so tell me this then, like when you, when you were in Mexicali, because that's where you went to school and everything, yeah. right? How did you, you did research there. But it's a little bit different than the research we do here. I mean, like you said before we recorded, Mexico is maybe like 10, 20 years behind yeah. most of the time. But how did you discover Judy and how did that work? So to the first question about like research um, in Mexico, uh, yes, we do research. But clinical trials like, you know, clinical trials, the industry that we know here, 
is not something that we do very often. Yes, some institutes we have, like in Mexico City, yes, of course, we, we do have those. Uh, some private practices may have some, yes, of course. But in universities, we are more into the bench research or mm -hmm. epidemiological. That's what like, Luis did. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we are familiar with that. Um, but I remember that when I went to Houston uh, and got my first interview like for a job, they told me like, do you have any experience in research? And I said, oh yes, 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 I have done this and this and this, <laughs> but do you have a GCP? No. Have you been part of a DOA? No. Have you been part of a 1572? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then you don't have research experience. And I'm right. like, that's sad. Um, and that's the thing <laughs> that you don't get trained on this and you don't know about this industry. You don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, here in the U.S., you have a lot of TV commercials and stuff that talks about clinical research or medications. In Mexico, we don't even have that. So to know that you can get involved in that industry uh, as easy as you can do it here, it's something that we are not trained on. And so we don't you know. went from Mexicali to Houston? Yes. So I did in – it depends on the school that you are in Mexico, but my program was uh, seven years. You do five years of uh, – med school like go into a classroom and you have some rotations here and there but we call it clinics but then sixth year for me it's what they call the internado which is the internship uh there you go to a hospital and throughout a year you go through multiple specialties uh in two month periods and then there's a seventh year which is called the servicio social which is the social service and that program was built like I believe in the 70s, I don't remember the year, but it was done to give something back to the community. Uh, but then they later started to give opportunities for people to do things abroad. And I had the blessing that the Dean of Medicine at my school gave me the first opportunity to be the first in Baja to do it. Other states have done it before, but I was able to do it uh, for the very first time in Baja. And I chose to do the six and seven year in Houston. Oh, so you can choose at that point. Yes. So I was able to do uh, some observerships. That's what we call it. Uh, okay. So we pretty much just go see how it goes, well, different specialties. Uh, but I was lucky enough that my last rotation uh, during my sixth year was in Hemong. So I was with a cancer doctor, uh, wow. amazing doctor, and he was the director of research. And he pretty much told me, what are you going to do for your seventh year? And what are you going to do once you get your license? Uh, and I told him my plans. And he said, okay, come with me. So I did my uh, social service uh, with him. Uh, but then COVID striked. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to Mexico, uh, did my whole paperwork for my license. And then he told me, as soon as you have your license, like, let me know. And we're going to hire you as a CRC. So I did that. Uh, and I processed the visa that we were talking about also mm -hmm. earlier. Yeah. And I got my job in cancer and uh, clinical wow. research. And then, but, uh, so that makes more sense. So was your specialty hematology oncology or what, what was your specialty in Mexico? Uh, no, uh, in Mexico, you do something that is like general medicine. Okay. So it's okay. like broad term. Um, and then you can do like a specialty if you wish. Uh, okay. But I, I just have my license for like general medicine. General medicine, okay. Uh, and then now I'm applying to the licensing thing here and I have an interest towards uh, internal medicine. Okay. So that's where I'm applying to this year. It's my favorite because you can do the most studies. It's cool, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, you get a little bit of everything, so. Yeah. 
G- right now it's the obesity GLP ones. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, in a community like this, you can do a lot of osteoarthritis. You can even do Alzheimer's, because mm-hmm. especially you now that you're working with, with Judy, exactly. you know you've mm-hmm. got it. So how did you find each other? So going back to your story uh, from Houston, <laughs> how did you end up? So from uh, Houston to El Centro is like <laughs> it's not really like on the map. It's, it's far away, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. So the thing is that my family is in Mexicali, which is like across ah, the border. Okay. Uh, El Centro and uh, Mexicali is like just 20 minutes away. And while I was in Houston, uh, my wife and I got pregnant and we're going to have a baby. Um, and we decided to go back to California to be like close to the family, especially like during that first period of time. And I originally got a job at a hospital in a town nearby and I was doing case management. Um, but of course, I really missed research and uh funny enough uh i knew someone working at some valley and i told them uh do you have any openings and they said i don't know uh but send your cv and i send it and i send it like december yeah mm. and then like two months passed <laughs> and so you knew somebody already working uh-huh. for yes. judy okay yes and i remember getting the cv and i was like oh we're not hiring i honestly did not even look at the <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna like, lie because we were already you. fully staffed so i wasn't thinking of bringing on anybody else and so she kept reminding me like hey look at the cv i really think he could um be a good asset to your company a good fit. yeah and i think it was it was during the holidays so it's like november december where you're just trying to get things you know <laughs> done and closed i think after the holidays I, I went back to the email and i looked at it and i was like oh my god this guy has like a ton of background and research yeah. he's an IMG. Here he had a coordinator experience. yeah exactly so then i was like okay we need to get him um interviewed and then yeah we got him scheduled and met with wow. dr ring and i guess that's and gain a position yeah. <laughs> a position <laughs> right, right. luis was also like we he, i saw his resume it was actually my wife yeah i, I always <laughs> thought that was dan and <laughs> in my no. first days of the interview was like right, right. Dan, she I'm so sent me his <laughs> and i was like well we don't need a someone right now i was like basically the same <laughs> thing yeah and she's like no you gotta look like you know, he's got a bachelor's. <laughs> Nobody else has one here. Well, Katie has one, but mm-hmm. it's unusual in Yuma right. to have like exactly. that kind of education. Exactly. And that's the same thing I said in Imperial County. You don't yeah. find people with research <laughs> background. So when I saw it, I was like, okay. you know what? Interestingly <laughs> enough. All right. It was either when we hired you or Grecia. There was an IMG that I interviewed here. You may even know him. I don't know. If you do, my bad. Okay. <laughs> The dude came in here, like arrogant. Oh. It's a if we have, we're gonna talk a bunch of good stuff about IMGs, <laughs> but it's one of the negative <laughs> things they got against them, a lot of them, not most, not all, but mm-hmm. he came in like he basically at the end of the interview said, "Well, just tell me, like I'll tell you when I make my decision and oh. when I could start." Oh. And I was like looking at everyone else when he left. I was like, "Dang, he thinks we're actually." <laughs> we're gonna give it to him. him. He's the main character. <laughs> yeah, the main character energy. It's funny because when he came to interview, it's not funny, but it's good. Um, he came prepared, so he came with a binder of things that oh, he yeah. can help. Oh no, this other you know, dude didn't like come prepared. Like a full-on presentation. Oh, well, you would have been hired here. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow, this guy is way more organized than I am. I thought I was kind of like you know organized, and but it was good. It was about how to help with patient recruitment. I think staffing. Oh. Like well, that's a no-brainer. He's like, this is what I can bring and what I can do. And he didn't know much about our office other than, I think, I assume the website and what he read. And I was like, wow, this guy came really prepared like let to me, literally get hired. Let <laughs> me give you some background on that uh, because I'm going to look crazy. Um, 
the thing, the reason I bring like, like I brought the binder is because I was thinking. Um, first, the, I already know they don't need the position, so it's already not looking good for me. Two, my background, yes, clinical research, uh, but I was doing cancer trials. Uh, three, they do psych, CNS, which is pretty it's a much brain, guys. kind of far of what I was doing. Um, so I already knew that it was going to be a little bit complicated to make them see like what I could do uh, because you can tell them, oh, yes, I know how to do this and that. But what else? Like what sets you apart? So I was like, OK, I'm going to tell them like what are some of my ideas, some of my mm -hmm. plans. So I put them in a binder and I said, there's two options. Option number one, I tell them they don't believe me and that's end the, the end of the story or I leave them something to review later on. What was your plan? Like your best one? Um, my, my plan has been really straightforward with, with Judy and Dr. Ng. It, it's uh, to develop the site to do like multi-specialty and also to do early phases at some point, uh, er, ah. early phase clinical research. And, and that's what you guys are doing, starting well, to do. Or not the, the, early the, phase, first yeah. portion, the, the first portion, the first portion. Yes. <laughs> and, and I told him like, uh, what I was doing was phase one and it's, it's hectic. It's fast paced is, is it has challenges and you don't have that ex much experience with that. I can help you with that. Mm -hmm. And that's one, what was one of the things that I was trying to bring on. But yes, there, there was a binder. Like, yeah, there was, but <laughs> wow, you know, so he had he, a plan. Yeah, he had a plan. But when he actually came to interview, we were at that point where we had been growing and it was me, the other director, and then I had coordinators research, but I didn't have like a manager. And I had already been thinking like, I need someone to like manage day-to-day uh, -day oversight. Um, but like we said, where am I gonna find somebody with that experience in Imperial County? So he kind of came at the right time where I was already thinking I was gonna have to get this position in place. And then he showed up and so me and Dr. Moore were like, well, let's bring him on board and wow. like, let's I, see what he can do. <laughs> I didn't realize that until months later, like, oh, they were already looking for a manager, but at, at, but it, like I, did, I didn't know. You didn't tell him in the interview it's for a manager? No, no, no. Said, so it wasn't there. We didn't have anything open. We just interviewed him because I wanted to get to know him. There, uh. He's like the only one in Pearl County with this background. So, of course, we have to meet and see and depending how what he was going to you know, tell us, then maybe we... But how long know. did it take to make him manager? Um, no, that was so, my starting position. Yeah, it was starting. It was oh, starting. you started? So he started yeah. as... So he didn't start as a coordinator. He started as a manager. Oh. So first he came on board. What did the other staff um, say about this? Well, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Man. Imagine well, I hire someone imagine tomorrow. You hire me, and I was like a manager position no, no. too. For ten, <laughs> it's not you. What if I hire another Victor tomorrow and say, "Hey, this is your new boss, guys." Well, <laughs> I'll get along with him. His I mean, face is already like. like what? I don't know if it, it, I, well, who knows if it came off like that? But he came with the proposal. He had come on board to implement and increase those areas, which was recruitment, staffing, and I forgot the other one. And that's uh, training. What, yeah, like, and that's what we came on board. So he started and he's like, okay, I'm gonna help um, improve these areas, right? Or put things into place. And that's where we started. So it was kind of like phases, wow. but it was also a revamp of a lot of process procedures, things that we were doing one way, maybe we had to change it a little bit more so we'd be more efficient. And, and so getting all the staff on board was, wow. I don't wanna say a challenge, it's just, a process, right? Yeah, no, yeah. It, it was a definite. And we were really straightforward with the team, and I was really straightforward with uh, Dr. Ian and Judy. Uh, and I told them, this is a process. We're, we're not going to get everything right at, on the first try. We're, we're going to have to move things around until they fit, but they have to fit at some point. And to your question, like, how did they take it? Uh, I'm going to be very <laughs> honest with you. Uh, they were not a fan of, you know, all the changes. I would imagine not. Because one of the first things that I did uh, was to sit down with them and talk to them like half a day 
and I would just talk to them like for four hours and like, tell me what you do. Like, <laughs> walk me through because I didn't know about but to get psych. To know them. No, to yeah, get to know but them. Yeah. but you did one on one or with a yes, group? Yes, no, one on one. One on one. I like every single one because not because I was gonna. Okay, well, let's see if I'm gonna fire you or not. No, no, no. It was not like that. It was like, <laughs> it was like. That's hilarious. It, no, it, it it was like I I don't have the background in psych and I need to understand like what's your perspective as a CRC, like what's your perspective as an RA, because I can tell you what was my perspective on cancer. Like I I know like what we do every day, like, but I don't know how your typical day looks like. So mm -hmm. how can I improve your day or how can I improve your areas if I don't know them? So I made it like a commitment to, you know, I'm going to sit down with every single person. My idea was to just do two hours, but end, I ended up doing like four on average. Some of them took four like, hour with each one. Yeah. Uh, some of them took even more. Wow. Uh, <laughs> because there were like these little processes here and there. And I like, I don't get it. Like walk me through that again. And we were like, you know in the wide world like this is what you do but not this but this wow and then the second part of that was okay i think i kind of understand what's going on let me test them so i did like a <laughs> test hey, you're just watching all this no 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 i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> so actually right. he told me that he was gonna do and I, I said that's great you get to know them i won't be part of it because this is his role i'm gonna let him do his thing and see how it goes right they were really cool they were <laughs> really yeah, cool no, they not were bad. really open to it maybe they didn't love it but they were open to it well, um, your team seems like I yeah. met. I just met mm -hmm. everyone at SOS. They all seem like pretty. Yeah. And they're happy. cool. They're all open to it. Of course, with when you change, have a lot of changes at work, not everyone's gonna love it, right? Because mm. you're so used to doing things a certain way, and then all of a sudden somebody comes in mm. and changes things. It's like ah, but now no, they're all on board. And uh, and funny enough, with the, <laughs> at the SOS uh, at the after party, uh, we were talking, and this came up actually, mm -hmm. and and they were like, no, no, no. Um, I mean, it was nice. It was just like different like we we're not expecting that like you just like someday they told us oh we're gonna hire this person and then the next day oh he's meeting with you like for four hours right. <laughs> and then the next day okay he's gonna quiz you now so it was a lot of things going on wow um, four hours that's pretty good but it it helped me a lot like it helped me a lot to understand like where were we standing as a site and then we did this test and i saw like okay we need to improve this and then we started doing trainings like mm -hmm. let's walk through research 101 because the other thing is that they have different backgrounds yep. we had someone that has like 17 years of experience mm -hmm. and then another one that has 10 and another one that has a like a few months or a year yeah, yeah. like a, a year a year and a half or something like that tops and they have different backgrounds like educational backgrounds and it was like how do i you know cover all the gray areas that we're not covering so those conversations helped me a lot to understand because we always know that if you understand the CRC, you understand the site. So mm -hmm. that was like my goal. Like if I understand that the CRCs and the RAs, I may be able to contribute to trying to improve or trying to do something different. Hmm. Yeah, but also learn the strengths and weaknesses of the staff and see who's better at what. And we exactly. can make shifts in roles or tasks and then added, maybe delegate it instead of all the coordinators doing regulatory now we have a compliance person instead of all the coordinators doing data entry now we have someone assisting so that took time but that was the goal to like how can we improve what they're doing but also delegate tasks to the people that are good at it and or could do it try not to force things uh we were really open like hey uh we want you to do this can you what, what do you think oh yes i'll do it two months down the road you're not liking it yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah i'm not liking it okay let's switch right. let's do something else and then we switch it until it, it works let yeah. you do whatever you want no no, no. so we <laughs> so, no, not whatever but he would always like we worked 
still together on this. So he'd come in like, this is what I want to do. I'm like, okay. And then we'd see if it worked or doesn't. Well, let's go back and revisit this. How could we improve it or change it so it works better for the staff? Okay. Um, but no, all of this is like, I'm the behind the scenes, like kind yeah. of talking with him. Like, okay, I'm kind of doing this. that with Katie because yeah. she's the most senior one. Mm-hmm. They're all new and Katie's like maybe close to two years. Right. Um, so that's kind of what yeah. I do with her. Um, and since he's a day-to-day person there, it just seems like, you know, he should have this interaction relationship with the staff. Any questions go to him, and I'm more like the oversight, I guess. But I still wow. step in and, and help out with and a lot I, of things. I do have to acknowledge that uh, Dr. Ian and Yudu were really, really cool about that. They, I just tell them, like, you know, uh, this is what I'm looking at. Like, this is what I feel. Uh, this is what I would like to do. Like, what do you think? What's Judy like to work for? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's really cool. Uh, she, she, no, I, I really have to acknowledge that. They were really open to that. And without that, it would be like much different outcome. And how uh, long have you been doing this now with Sun Valley? I think that next week I'm going to make it next a year. year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to be, are you still going to do this if you're mad? You can't. We're, well, we're, we're having conversations right, about so that. So that's what we're <laughs> talking options? about. Um, there's there's a, a potential option um, <laughs> that possibly to replace him because we realize that that's hard what you're is. about to do. Exactly. And Thank it's you. hard to <laughs> not have that in place as well now that we got used to it for Jeez, the past year, right? Yeah. So who do we get? Do you have like a successor? Or? Um, we're we're looking into that. We're, we're, we, are, we we have some <laughs> ideas. Sneak peeks for that. <laughs> 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 no, we have some ideas because uh, also part of the first interview was, uh, and I'm gonna be real honest with you, yeah. Uh, yeah. I may not be here in a year and a half mm-hmm. okay. if everything goes according so to plan. Right. So we knew, yeah. we knew this was a possibility. And and very early on, uh, we started talking. Okay, if I match, which I hope. Uh, what are the options like option a option b option c mm-hmm. so we have some options not necessarily like different people but ways to mm-hmm. address mm-hmm. this um and we're actually like right now exploring like what's the best option for us uh, you think you mm-hmm. would start a site if you ever become a md here or when you do would you start your own Thank site you. um i want to be a pi like for sure i, I want to be a pi um i want to be uh part of that support to minorities underinsured people uh, i've seen like the benefits of that like how that makes an impact in people's life uh, you think you would do like a private practice like dr ing like something similar i mean i'm open to like whether i work in a hospital or whether mm-hmm. i work in a private practice but regardless i would like to dedicate like hours of my week to do clinical yeah. research as a pi do you think um, you're like entrepreneur or are you still figuring it out I like projects. Uh, I do. But I'm also realistic in a way that I know that if I want to manage it all, it's too much. Yeah. So either I do medicine and PI or I do management and business development. Yeah. So I need to, you know, rely on someone, partner up with someone. And part of the vision or part of the project is like working with someone like, for example, Judy. And then maybe years down the road, we can collaborate mm-hmm. on something um, that will be nice. One thing that you guys both have in common, you and Luis, is that... We didn't need, you know, I didn't need Luis exactly. But once I saw who he was, I'm like, oh, no, yeah, we got to do what we can to make a room for mm-hmm. him. And then seems like same thing with you. So what advice do you have? Well, you interviewed insanely well. You came with like a plan. But <laughs> what advice do you have for other IMGs? That's one of the advices <laughs> to come <laughs> with a plan, plan when you interview. Luis didn't come with a plan, <laughs> with but a he's portfolio. different because he was not a research uh, experience. Like he oh, did yeah. bench research. Mm-hmm. 
So it wasn't like, hey, what's your plan? Like, he didn't yeah. come with a plan, but... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. W- the thing that you were talking about, <laughs> like, the also, you have a clinical experience, like, research experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And everyone is like, also, you have, like, GCP, YADA, mm-hmm. and all those certifications. And that's the thing that we've, um, I think, myself, I was thinking about, like, yeah, I have, like, clinical research experience. And mm-hmm. my clinical research experience was in a laboratory working, mm-hmm. helping all my teachers. Okay. And once that I get here, like, you need to do all their certifications. And that's the <laughs> clinical research experience, right. tr- the true. Right. So, yeah, I wasn't here, like, prepared. From day one, we're still finding. Mm-hmm. Even today, we had to find one of his certificates that he did. <laughs> we already <laughs> One of the monitors, like, upload this fire crest. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was on my first week. It's somewhere in here. <laughs> I mean, I did it <laughs> yeah, my first was... week. There was a lot of certifications. But, yeah, I mean, since I got, like, the the, the text message of, Hey, we saw your profile. Uh, you maybe be a good fit. I was that like, was Dora. okay. It oh, was Dora. Dora. At the end of the day. <laughs> Thanks, Dora. Uh, and I was thought about it. Like, okay, my, how am I gonna improve here mm-hmm. as a in a clinical trial business as a biomedical or bioengineer? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that I that I enjoy being here and with Jaime and all the CRC, the YCT team mm-hmm. that explain me mm-hmm. what is the clinical trial is okay. what it's about. And so when the interview finished, it was like, okay, I started to search about it Mm -hmm. and I get more interested and I was like, okay, so yeah, my career, my bachelor's is related to it. Mm -hmm. So I started searching more and then we did two interviews, two interviews. And I was like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? The first one was with me and Dora Mm -hmm. and Jaime, right? Dora, Jaime and And me, Katie. Oh, and Katie. Katie. Yeah. And then oh, the wow. second one, that went well. And then we had to see if the other team yeah. also thought the same. So, mm-hmm. Grecia and Lana. That's cool. So, he had a second interview. In his first one, he was a little bit nervous. <laughs> but I could see through that. Yeah. I could see through it because I've done a lot of right. interviews. So, I'm like, there's a difference between nervous and just, like, not good. Right. I could tell. Yeah. So, But the second one, he was not nervous. Mm-hmm. And I saw more of, like, who he actually is. And he's worked out really good, man. I gotta say, he's been, he's <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm getting used to. It. I, I, I love good it, job. like being in the practice in the okay. field, treating with the patients. Yeah. Screening, he does by himself now, wow. and he's really? only been here like two and a half months. Nice. Today yeah. he did yeah. one. By I don't himself. know what I'm, why I feel like more confident being with the patient by mm-hmm. myself now. That Drew okay. his first blood recently. Oh, wow. That's good. <laughs> I <was> like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not feeling more comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah treating with the patient and explaining like the protocol, the medication. Mm-hmm. and all the round that's that we're going to have it's like when i feel more confident mm-hmm. and i'm i'm starting to to good. enjoy that it's good mm-hmm. that's cool and also the, the adc captured yeah. data too and <laughs> yeah and the monitors get on you about mm-hmm. that too so but yeah. i think what i'm hearing from both of you is that you guys were very motivated to learn what you needed to learn even if you didn't know something at that time so you can be you know, just feel more comfortable wherever it it's was. And I think that motivation, you talk about yeah. it all the time, doing that research, putting that extra work. And I think that's what's going to make you and continue to make you guys successful. Which, mm-hmm. no, thank you for that. Which which reminds me of uh, what you were telling us about the experience that you had with this person that came a little bit entitled. <laughs> I wish you know, who was here. La <laughs> Katie was here. I wish she was here right now to give her opinion she was like oh no way let me i'm gonna take i'm gonna take a wild guess uh wild guess did this physician practice for at least a couple years or was he still in mexico that's the thing so part of like 
for example, you were asking like advice for IMGs. One of the advices would be if you're straight out of med school, uh, that's cool because the first experience that you get to have is learning about how it works, like what it is, like what's your role in the team, how you fit in that team. Mm -hmm. Some of the challenges that sometimes, not all of them, of course, uh, some IMGs have is that they come from being the doctor. So they come from a different position and they're used to a different that was setting. This dude, he's got a line across the street at Mexicali for him. <laughs> so he was like, just tell me when I start and oh, wow. like that. And, and, and Katie, <laughs> after he left, was like, oh, no. <laughs> and that's the thing that, I mean, if he's interviewing, like, I don't know, which, by the way, is not the vibe that you want to give to the person mm -hmm. that no. you are. Exactly. But I can see that maybe that's the vibe that he wants to you know project when he's going to apply to a hospital job or something like confidence to confidence, be very yeah. confident but you have to have context like you know it's a different role you're part of a team you're not at this yes. point the head of the team mm -hmm. clinical research is a team sport exactly, exactly. and that's yeah. what in medicine they tell us like you have to be part of the team but the reality is that sometimes we get used to being just the one directing the team And when you go into this industry, if you're going to start as a RA or as a study coordinator, you have to have the mindset of, I will not be the person calling the shots at this time, maybe in the future, down the road, but not right now. And I have to let them know that I'm a team player. Mm -hmm. So if one advice would be that, like if you're a physician that already practice, just remember that it's a different setting. So contextualize, like... Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I have to say, he's going to make an excellent PI when <clears throat> he gets to that Thank point you. because he is a team player. He will answer questions that the coordinators have. He'll go through the criteria. He'll sit down any issues they have, queries, like especially the newer ones who are new to it, how to respond. I mean, anything and everything, um, his role, he'll step in and pretty much do help them out in any way possible um and so i think that's important because once he becomes a pi then you know all the struggles that the site experience you're going to understand it better Thank so you. it's going to make you yeah. even a, the best pis probably Thank you. i appreciate it one of the things that um i'm assuming you didn't have issues with was because you already worked as a crc was the visa you didn't have issues with this right no so at this point like right now i am a permanent resident so okay. i have a green card okay but i started as a tm visa that's t as in taco and as in nacho tm visa and that's a really straightforward process like really simple process uh, but many people don't know about this because many people don't know about clinical research or, or job opportunities that they can have T, in the u.s so tn tom nancy tom nancy Visa, because I get this question maybe once a week. Mm -hmm. And no, yeah, it's a T. Well, let me make a disclaimer. That visa is part of NAFTA, and that works like for Canada and Mexico. So that's oh, like okay, the okay. ECS visa, like work visa that you can get uh, if you're part of Mexico or uh, Canada. Is it for certain educational levels, or it's for everyone? There, there is. There's a list uh, that comes from many backgrounds. Like it can be. Uh, marketing, uh, dentist, okay. uh, like medicine, nursing, like there's different careers. And then with those degrees, you can apply to certain positions. Mm -hmm. One of them, and I don't remember the wording, but I think it's a physician researcher, something like that. And that pretty much lets you work in clinical research. Ah, mm -hmm. so even as a CRC or whatever you yes, want to be. Yes, a CRC, oh, okay. CRA. Um, but but that's just for Canadian and Mexican. Yes. NAFTA. Yes, and the only thing with this visa is that you need to have a sponsor, which is 
doesn't translate to somebody has to pay for it because it's self-paid like it's inexpensive i don't remember i think it was like 60 something bucks uh, but you need to have someone that is uh offering the uh, offering you this job mm -hmm. so you cannot just apply to the bees and then say well i'm gonna find like mm -hmm. where do i work somebody has to so petition find the that. job first right. and yes then and get a letter an actual letter on the letterhead from I the company see. that they signed so that means you mm -hmm. get better impress people on the interviews <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes yeah. yes precisely gotcha gotcha but um, like when you applied to judy you already had this taken care of you that was this yeah. was no yeah. longer no, issue. yeah I that was, was for houston right yes that, that yeah. was my first okay. experience uh again it's a really straightforward process they're gonna write you a letter Uh, of course, you're going to interview and everything. Once they decide, okay, we're going to move forward with this person, they are going to write you a letter that says, oh, mm -hmm. Mr. So-and-so uh, has this background. This is what we do, what we do in our practice. Uh, we believe he has the skills because of this and this and this. Yeah. Uh, he starts this day, and um, we're going to give him a contract for a year, mm -hmm. um, and this is what we're going to pay him. Uh, okay. And that's it, and the process takes a few months. Uh maybe six months tops we get, i get asked that question a lot but back to the plan so i think if, as we wrap up for the not just img i mean anyone watching yes, anyone. whether you have a bachelor you know how many people come with a plan <laughs> <laughs> and my interviews here is like nobody zero <laughs> even Luis. like Luis, i saw the potential katie i saw the potential lana for sure but like no one came with a plan <laughs> that's like a whole nother <laughs> level whole nother. so if you put your, you. uh, everyone's website look sun valley research <laughs> uh, sun valley all right if i'm applying there i'm gonna look okay they do alzheimer's skits depression so now you have like okay let me look up like how to get these patients you know mm -hmm. what's clinical trial you come with like a recruitment plan yeah, even if it doesn't go. work like you're like oh no you're naive Just the fact that you did it right. puts you ahead of right. a hundred others. What can you do for that research center? So it might not be a plan per se, but like yeah. what skills can you bring that can help that research center? Just the fact that you took the time to do that plan. Yeah. And exactly. That makes a lot. And at least know the industry because I have had the experience of <laughs> interviewing people. And yes. um, one of the questions that I make, like just to understand like their background is like, what do you know about clinical research? And, Blank, yeah. like mm -hmm. blank, blank, blank. And I'm yes. not expecting like a very, you know, complex answer. Uh, if they just tell me like it's a process to get medication approved, I'm happy right. with that. Like, but they come to the interview without any no that idea. IMG, that IMG I'm telling you about, I asked him that and he said, nothing. I'd love to hear more from you. Oh, no, <laughs> he, he should have done his research. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but like you would expect him to know right. more. He should have done. Because that's yeah. the typical response. And yeah. then I hate yeah. doing interviews because you have to teach people. Right. You know, and so we take turns. Like, Katie, it's your turn on this person when they <laughs> don't know what it's about. <laughs> Rarely they'll know. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, if you're applying to a job in a very specific niche, like if you're applying to clinical research, just try to know, like, what clinical research bit. is. That's right. That's right. Take it from research. there. Exactly. Next person we interview, you're going to join And be I on the other end. Yeah. I think Luis can be tough interviewer. Yeah. I would love to be tough. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> probably I would be like the more empathy person. Uh, maybe, maybe, like, maybe. Oh, come on. <laughs> Prior to Victor, what I used to do, or maybe I've done it, um, is I know most of these people don't have research backgrounds. So when I schedule their interview, I'll send them links to Dan's YouTube and a few other places. Be like, hey, I know you probably don't know about research, but you might want to look into these links before you come in just to get a little bit more familiar. And then if they come in and they're still not prepared, then that's already a red flag because right. I gave them the resources to you look gave into. The yeah. Gave them the sources to exactly. search about it before and, the interview. And they still didn't put the time yeah. in. <laughs> nah, that's good. I don't do that. <laughs> but thank you. This is a good uh, podcast. I think um, thank you. there's a lot more we can do for IMGs, mm-hmm. not just from Mexico or Canada with the NAFTA thing, but all over the world. Like the mar- appetite of IMGs, mm-hmm. they're starting to learn more about research. And I think like a lot of them see okay CRA because like what's the you would know the odds better than me but the majority of IMGs don't ever become licensed in the U.S. right? Yeah, I mean the majority. And that's the thing we were talking about that that many people will see like going to other countries like something unreachable like something that it's not doable that it's something just for people that are rich. Uh, mm-hmm. And the thing is that. It's probably just because nobody has mentored you, nobody has guided through like you through that process, and that's I think one of the things that we need because it's not only for. Are you going to start a podcast, the IMG Pod? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think. It's a good idea. I don't. I don't. I I don't think. No, it's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. Uh, (laughs) No pressure, but you should do it, especially Um, with a residency. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure. He has all the time in the world. (laughs) No, I mean, I like uh, you know talking about this because we were talking precisely about this before the podcast that not many people know about this, and we should Mm -hmm. be speaking more because these opportunities and it it it's sad when you see that. There's people in, like, for example, in my country, in Mexico, that they have a lot of potential. Oh, my God. But, Almost. but they don't have the opportunities. Mm-hmm. And it starts with they don't know that an opportunity exists. Okay. So how do you train? How do you make networking from an industry that you don't know that exists? And this goes not only for physicians. It goes, like, for engineering. It also goes for nursing. I think mm-hmm. nursing is going to be something that's going to be more popular in clinical research, like foreign nurses. I was talking to Hyman about that. Yeah. I think that's going to be like, just like IMGs are becoming more the norm, like more popular. Uh, nurses eventually will also be part of that. There's a lady I interviewed that's a travel. Um, she makes videos for nurses that want to immigrate. Oh, wow. oh. I'll put, oh, I'll give cool. you her YouTube. Uh, okay. She's a really yes. cool person. Please, yeah, please. So you're right about that because mm-hmm. they Thank are, you. they are looking more into the nursing now. Yes, because I think that even when I started, there was some hesitation on, well, but what can these IMGs bring to the table? Like, what Mm -hmm. can they do? And I think that in the past five years, I've seen like, they're more confident. Oh yes, IMG, yes, sure, sure, Mm -hmm. sure. Like, Mm -hmm. so at some point they're gonna trust more like foreign people and that open up opportunities for other fields like engineering, Mm -hmm. uh, nursing, uh, psychologist. uh, So Yeah. yeah, I think there's plenty. We just have to, you know, talk a little bit more about this and let them know that there's opportunities. Put the information out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, everyone's LinkedIn's underneath this video and in the show notes. You have a LinkedIn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dora sent me a message by Indeed, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you have a LinkedIn. Okay, everyone's LinkedIn's underneath. Uh, don't try to contact Luis. He's not interested. <laughs> no, uh, I already rejected an offer there. You already rejected. Did you oh, wow. get an offer at SOS? 
Uh, no. What did you? Did they tell you? Um, no, they did not. Well, tell. No, I mean, I guess that wouldn't be so bad. Right? <laughs> now I feel bad. <laughs> like, no, but you, you got but an offer? But he can't take it because he's going yeah. to yeah. I got one. All four of them got offered. Really? After our breakout. But it would have been nice to be offered, like, like to have an offer. So you didn't get an offer for real? No. They're scared of the IMG. I'm doing something wrong. I have to <laughs> learn from Luis. They like, know he's know. leaving. They know he's leaving to residency. <laughs> I was eating a bagel there. Yeah. You brought like 10 people. Uh, yeah, we yeah. had like nine. nine ten with you, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Three so of them got an offer. Hmm, I don't know. You better go back and find out. <laughs> I'm going to go back. Yes, now, now I'm concerned. <laughs> uh -huh. But most are from the community. and I, I'm, I, don't I, I don't know. Probably Judy, four of them. Yeah. Probably Judy sent an email the night before. Please do not contact any of my staff. <laughs> like, we give them whistles. If someone approaches you, blow it. Stranger <laughs> danger. We'll save you. We'll save you. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger danger. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. It's really thank good. You. I think we need like more on this topic. Um, you've yeah. done LICR already? Uh, yeah, we did yes, I did. I, you, I uh, think I remember year. you hosted one, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, precisely mm -hmm. on IMG. <clears throat> mm -hmm. oh, yes. that's and there was I a lot. You. Actually, that that one we did, there was a lot that attended. That's how I knew you. I recognized mm -hmm. your face at SOS, but like I couldn't put it from where. <laughs> 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 that makes more sense now. You were on that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, Monica was there. Yeah, I wasn't Monica, there, but I, I uploaded it. So I watched it, and I'm the one who uploaded that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I actually you. I think that you joined and just said like, hey, hi, uh, I have to step out. And yeah. then you left yeah. and then you uploaded it uh, yeah. because I actually shared it, like reposted it from your account. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Sounds about right. But thank you so much, Victor. Thank you for having Judy, us. Judy, Luis. Amazing. And, you know, we're pretty like we actually um, I think there's a whole another podcast on sites that are close to each other to network that um, a lot of sites are like afraid to yeah. network and i think we do the opposite maybe it's because we're business partners already but yeah. i mean it just makes us stronger and yeah, yeah i think so mm -hmm. judy got us dry ice once uh yeah did i did know? i brought it from <laughs> Yuma was out everywhere <laughs> i already had to bring some from my office <laughs> we got so. our own machine now we, we oh got our own maker. you make your own <laughs> yeah the machine's coming i had to return one but we have like we, we can make our own tea I'll make some cool. questions after the podcast about that. <laughs> All right. All right. Like, subscribe, comment, share, everybody. Thank you. Go connect with everyone. Bye-bye.